From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. So we've got a second date update later this morning. I'll tell you about that in a second. Also, Justin Bieber tickets every hour. And I guess the big news is we are paying your bills once again. I don't remember a year. I don't really remember a year where we didn't pay your bills. Right? I've not had a hiatus from that. No. That continues no matter what. And it's the right, I mean, this is, it's always good, but it's the right time of year to have a little help after coming off the holidays. Do you know that some of my, one of the gifts I sent somebody still has not arrived yet for Christmas because of all the shipping delays and maybe the cancellations of flights and things? I've been tracking this package and it still hasn't gotten to the receiver yet. That happened to me too with my nieces. I got her, um, I got her these like custom Converse (laughs) and they just got here like yesterday. Well, I got my parents a pizza oven, and oh, that's I, fun! I got it to where we had Christmas, but they couldn't fit it in their car to go home. So we had it. I mean, so I say. Like, so you I, redirected I, it. So you messed with the shipping already? No, no, no. That this is a different package. But what I'm saying oh. is, I should have just sent the pizza oven to my parents' home in Atlanta because we gathered in Nashville, and I brought I it there, and then they couldn't fit it in the car. You know, once you have Christmas and you start putting stuff back in the car, it's a whole different ballgame. So they yeah. couldn't fit the pizza oven in the car to get it back home. It's okay because Serbian Christmas isn't until this Friday, so you can say you were giving it to them for Serbian Christmas. Wait, you've really had a run because you observed Hanukkah, <laughs> Christmas, and now Serbian Christmas, right? Yeah, it's been it's been a run. And Hanukkah was earlier than it's ever been ever this year. So it was just kind of, it was like a what, month and a wow. half. What will you yeah. do for Serbian, what will we do for Serbian Christmas? I mean, my family celebrated Christmas on actual Christmas, so we just—I kind of call my parents. They probably will go to church and. It was kind of a buzzkill that New Year's Eve fell on a Friday, and everything happened to come back so fast, right? I agree. It was too quick. So, looking at the calendar, that means next year is going to be the same way. Yeah, it'll be now Saturday, Sunday. And then it's going to be, oh. what happens on the Sunday, Monday version? But I don't know. There's always a weird thing because then leap year hasn't. But when leap year <laughs> happens, then it all shifts. So I don't know. I don't know when leap year is. is that this year? When is Serbian Valentine's Day, Tanya? Because I think that's the end of the holidays for you guys, right? That is February. It's the same. February same. 14th. Okay. Yeah. Sisney, your, your kids, your, not all of them, but the twins got the twins. devices for Christmas? They got devices from Nana and Tata, my parents. What kind of devices? Like the pink devices or like the iPad devices we have as an adult? What's pink? Well, I don't know. Flora has some sort of pad, but it looks like it's the one that Flora has. It's, um, yes, it's the Amazon Fire. Uh, it looks like a a toy. It looks like a, yeah, it looks like a toy, but it is essentially a tablet and it, it's, you put their age in it. So it only gives them things that are age appropriate for them. Um, but they love it. I mean, it's like, think about how we are with our phones. It's just, this is the beginning of the end, it feels like. And so we, we were watching some show where it's, I think it's animated, but it looks real mm-hmm. life where they, it's like food condiments and the food condiments create faces and characters like two pickles and two <laughs> tomatoes. And the, yeah. I, I, I don't know what it There's was. There's a lot called, of but, wacky stuff. I know. But, but I get drawn into it. Like I get sucked I in. I find myself watching this programming for two year olds. It's crazy. And there's games and there's apps. And I feel like there's a lot of educational stuff on there. They were like doing a a number matching game the other day, but I kind of just let it be for Christmas break. 
you know, they got it for Christmas. I just, we were in Lake Arrowhead. I was like, you know, be on it as long as you want kind of thing. But now that we're back in school and I don't know, I feel like I have to set some ground rules. I don't know what the rules are though. I feel like it's already In terms of how much usage they can have on the device. So I'm thinking like only weekends right now. They don't get it during the week, but on the weekends they can have it for a few, is it hours? Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how it works at your house, but it seems to me I've seen situations where parents just get so frustrated that they want their kids to leave them alone that they let them on the device. <laughs> that so is not a, the answer, more a, though. More of a parent toy than anything else. I'm with you 100% because, yes, that is the trade-off, which is quite nice. And that's how I was able to watch Emily in Paris and binge all these shows. But um, it's not the answer. Well, I can't what, just what do you, what do you Michael, tablet. suggest? What are you suggesting the limit should be when on the weekends and why not during the week I'm at all? I'm thinking in like an hour a day on the weekends. Is that too much? Patty, did know. you deal with any of this? No, I mean, every single day. It's a ongoing struggle here, but I really think that um, one, I you just have to take it away from them. Otherwise, I mean, they're only two years old. I don't think they should be on, in front of an iPad at any time at that age. No, they're almost but four. But that's my, wait, they're almost four? <laughs> Where have you Wait, been? hold on. This is how <laughs> they're We're almost kidding. four. The twins are like little people. Yeah, well, okay. I still don't think at age four they should be in front of an iPad. I agree. I wanted to push it till five years old, but it was just it happened. You know, it, whatever. It I gave in. It's hard, but mm-hmm. it, I really think that once you give them that taste of that drug, because it is a drug, they are you get addicted to, to it. They're gonna get addicted. And they're gonna want it, and then you as a parent, you're gonna be like, okay, you know what? What's more? What's another thirty minutes? What's another thirty right. minutes? And then it, next thing you know, it's six hours in front of the screen. So basically, and... be super strict about it now. Like, I'm going to stay firm. Like, it's not during the week. It's on the weekends, and it's little taste of it. Here's the thing. They're going to be in front of their iPad and phones for the rest of their lives. True. Yeah. You know, like, try to keep it away from them for as long as you possibly can. Noted. I'm going to try. <laughs> All right. Well, good morning, Tanya. How are you? Yeah, I'm like, uh, speaking of which, I'm like yeah. on my phone 24-7. Yeah. All right. Here is your morning hack. And then I've got the quote of the day. First, the hack. It's interesting. These are things that we are taught as kids, and a lot of parents still teach their kids. And child experts say they shouldn't. They're not in their best interest. And if you think about when we were growing up, we always heard our parents say, hey, it's rude to say no. It's rude to say no. I remember hearing right. that. Of course, it's not right. rude to say no. No is one of the most yeah. empowering words in our mm-hmm. vocabulary. Also, finish the food on your plate. This was a big deal. Oh. I still feel this way. Same. And I feel guilty leaving it at the restaurant. I ask for a to-go box. Because I feel like I'm wasting. Was something, well, was something wrong with your meal? Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the blue zones that we've talked about, where people live the longest, Loma Linda here in California is one. Then there's one in Italy and Japan around the world. Right. They say stop eating when you're 80% full. Because that 20% is coming. You just don't know it yet. Gosh. How do you know that, though? Yeah. You can't feel it. Well, you're almost full, and you could eat a little bit more, but you, when you're almost full, you are full. Your brain yes. just hasn't calculated it yet. Yes. It's on a delay. But I, too, right. grew up where, like, hey, you put it on your plate. And also, if you didn't eat it, you'd have to sit at the table to finish it. 
I mean, I kind of do that with my kids too. They eat like nothing. And so I'm just like, can you just take one more bite? Like one more bite. It's like a battle well, every meal. I mean, if they're not eating, that's that's good. And the other one they say, if someone is picking on you, it means they like you. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like the biggest one. They're making fun of you only because they like you. Not the case. No. That sets, it sets you up for problems later in life. So those are that. Yes. It's very interesting. Today's quote, you never really see how toxic someone is until you breathe fresh air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get to the headlines, Sisney. What's happening on this Tuesday morning? Well, parents are scrambling in response to a recent surge in COVID-19 cases and concerns over the Omicron variant. The Los Angeles Unified School District will be requiring students and staff to get tested for coronavirus before returning to school after winter break next week week. So testing will be mandated regardless of vaccination status and students and staff will be required to show proof of a negative test in order to return to school. But parents are scrambling because it's really hard to find an appointment in LA County to get tested. And then weekly coronavirus testing will continue through the month for all students and employees, officials said. Los Angeles County recorded nearly 45,000 new coronavirus cases over the weekend. County officials say over 20% of those getting tested are positive positive for the virus. Making matters worse, the number of people hospitalized with COVID-19 has skyrocketed to over 1,600. Los Angeles County residents can now actually get a free at-home COVID-19 testing kit. The LA County Home Test Collection Program offers all residents with a nasal swab kit via mail. The home test collection kits are provided at no cost if you have COVID-19 symptoms or have been exposed to the virus. Once you sign up, they will ship it to you via FedEx. And Powerball says there were no winners last night in which that jackpot has spiked now to $561 million before the drawing. Now the jackpot is now $575 million. The next drawing is tomorrow night. Cash payout for a single jackpot winner is currently estimated at around $384.3 million. On air with Ryan Seacrest. You know, each morning the alarm goes off and I brush my tongue. Get in the shower, mm-hmm. put the stuff in my hair, throw yeah. something on. This time of year, it's very loose. Yeah. yeah. Roll in, sit in front of the microphone. Mm-hmm. And I often wonder, what will we do today? Like, what are we going to talk about? Right. And it just usually comes together somehow. <laughs> yeah, Not always sure perfect, does. but somehow it comes together, right? And all of a sudden, it's 10 yeah. o'clock. I didn't see this conversation happening today, ever. Mm-hmm. Tanya just told me that a friend of hers, about my age or younger than me. My friend? Yeah. My, more my age. She's 32. Yeah. Okay, so we're, are, we that, are we that different in age, you and I? I mean, we're like a decade apart. I think more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, give or take. So thirty. your friend's 32 dating a 70-year-old? Yes. Okay. Now, I didn't see this as a conversation we would have today, but I want to have it. No. So that's not the problem because whatever, he's actually also very active. 70, you wouldn't guess he was 70. He looks great. He, you know, and we're in the middle of a pandemic. Do what you got to do, you know? The problem (laughs) is now they're talking about, she's talking about having a baby with him. And now I'm in a pickle. Well, what's your pickle? Yeah, why, why are why, you why in is this your issue? It's not my issue, but I feel as though I should say something 
Because no, I shouldn't. Oh wow, the ring. Well, no, I mean, say something. say something. What? What are you gonna say? I mean, think this through. You're saying that he's not going to be around for all the life of that child growing up. I just think if you if, look at statistics, if you look at statistics, and I also think too, a little bit has to do with we're in this pandemic, and it was just it's kind of a fun thing. I didn't think it was anything serious, but now it's turned into something super serious. But and who I wants feel, to have the baby? Is it mutual, <sighs> or is one pushing more than the other? She wants it. She wants to have a baby, and she. I mean, has she talked to you about the fact that she realizes that in? 50 years statistics say he's not going to be around. No, I don't think there's anything for you to do here because I, there's not, I think about this all the time. What do you think about? I think about this all the time. I'm 47. I haven't had a baby. Let's say I'm not a baby. 70. Different than 70. No, but I think about it differently. I think about, let's say I have a kid when I'm 55. All right. Okay. okay. Well, odds are at some point, daddy's going night, night. Right okay. before, not <laughs> like at while. some point, daddy's gonna go night night, and the, right. the kid may be a teenager, or a kid may be in college, or the kid may be just thirty. But daddy got go night night, right? Not so you. So I think about that too. At some point, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so old to have my first child that I'm not gonna see their fortieth birthday. By then, you're gonna be sleeping in some chamber, and you're gonna live to your 120. So <laughs> I think you're fine. I don't turn. know if I am. She's not I wrong. Don't I, I don't want to be in a chamber. I don't even know if I want to live to 120. <laughs> Daddy's going nine night needs to be one of our best of 2022 <laughs> fights. Please no, put this in the calendar. <laughs> no, it's not a oh. good thing. Oh, what if God. someone told you not to have kids with your boyfriend? How would you like that? But oh. it's not her boyfriend. What? I thought it was. They're dating. But what? I mean, not that it matters. <laughs> tomato, tomato, whatever. But yeah, she's with them it's and still, wants to have a baby is, with them. It's still, it's conversation that is not for, you know, those things that are off limits. This is one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. You just that's where I put my nose. I put my nose where it doesn't belong, you know? Well, <laughs> no, we do know that. This is your many, many with you. Yeah. I'm going to bring in Sarah. Let's see. Sarah is on the line. Sarah, good morning and welcome to Second Date Update. How are you doing? Hi, doing well. How are you? Doing well. So you met this guy at a friend's white elephant party the day after Christmas? Yes, exactly. And, which and is like, such an interesting time to meet somebody, the day after Christmas. I always think yeah. that like everything's out of play from December 20 to yeah. January 3rd. Why? Because your diet's out of wax. You're like, I can't meet anybody this week. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's that. <laughs> I just... I don't know, Tanya, when you're a single person, don't you think like that? It's like, if I haven't, if I'm, if I'm not with someone December 15th, then it's not a, nothing's even open for business till after January. Yeah, I'll start in the new year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so think that's why the, it was so surprising. It was kind of nice. And <laughs> did you guys, did you go out a little bit? Did you hang out? Yeah, we, um, you know, we had met before, but we had never really talked. And um, the night of the party, we just totally hit it off. And we ended up going out um, before New Year's. So it was quick. And um, we went for, you know, traditional dinner and a movie, which, to be honest, I had not been in, like, forever. Yeah. So I was super pumped. Um, but then since the date, like, no response. And I thought it went What really happened well. at the like, end? About... I, I pin in it, but a movie to me is not, going to a movie is not a good date for me. Right? For me. 
But oh, pinning we, that. we did movie and a dinner. We had dinner no, too. No, no, I get it. I'm just pinning that for us to come back to here as a group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so but back to you though. What happened at the end of this dinner and a movie night out? How did it close? Um, you know, we were just joking around and saying like, "Oh, see you next year," and super flirty, and you know, we kissed goodbye. And I thought it was going to be, you know, the start of something new. And what's this dude's name? Uh, Owen. And what's Owen's story? Um, I mean, we, I'm just kind of getting to know him. Like, he's been, he, he moved here, like, a little while ago. And, you know, he's in between jobs. Um, but he's really cute. And we just really hit it off. Um, at the White Elephant, I thought it was really funny. He got a board game called Farkle. And, you know, we are joking around that we should get together and play. But Farkle? this hasn't happened yet. Farkle? <laughs> yeah. Farkle. Farkle. What is Farkle? What is it? Yeah, what's that game? I think it's like a dice game. Okay. Is it, it doesn't come from two root words, one beginning with F and the other beginning with an S? I don't think so. <laughs> like, a, you know, gas and I sparkle? Don't, I don't. Okay, well, sparkle. listen. It's huh. Details, details. Sarah, hang on one second. We're going to track down Owen. So be very quiet. I'm going to put him on now, all right? Okay, great. Thank you. Story goes, they meet the day after Christmas at a white elephant party. They hang out. They're having some flirty vibes. And then after New Year's Eve, he's gone radio silent, like disappears. Mm. So she wants to know why. So do we. And we're going to find out. Owen is on the phone. Owen, thank you for agreeing to come on the air with us. How are you doing? Wonderful. Super good. Well, we are calling you about a woman named Sarah that you met. And we want to find out a little bit more about your relationship with Sarah. You guys have been okay. hanging out? Um, well, I mean, we were. What happened? She's, I mean, she's, she's really cool. Like, I had a really good connection with her, but I, I just can't. You can't what? Well, I mean, it's her business. Like, but... She has an OnlyFans. She's an OnlyFans. Do you know what that is? You know, OnlyFans, like guys pay to subscribe to her where she posts naked pictures or whatever. No shame, but I, you know, I just, I can't see someone who does that. Okay, so did you, how'd you find out about that? Well, one thing led to another and someone showed me uh, she had an OnlyFans and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, I can't do that. Tony, what's your take okay, on her on, having an OnlyFans? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, here she on. is. Sarah's on the line, Owen. You should know. So go <laughs> ahead, Sarah. Oh, you're on. My God. Owen, I do not post nudes. OnlyFans is not just for naked pictures of chicks or whatever. What is it for? Well, uh, yeah, what do you do then? So I'm a fitness instructor, like I told you, Owen. And, you know, I post, I post daily fitness videos of myself. Like I work out. Um, daily progress, motivation, you know, that kind of thing. And it's, for the record, all fully clothed. People so, and have you that. seen her OnlyFans or not? You've not seen it then? No. I wouldn't, and, I wouldn't look at that. And Tanya, what is, is OnlyFans broad? Because I thought it was nudity as well. Yeah, I mean, they're actually they are trying to pivot to people not to be just nudity and stuff. Like they want to have people that have cooking shows and fitness shows, and so they want to make it more mainstream. Exactly, they want to make it more mainstream. But also, if she was on it, who cares? That's her own thing. She's a modern woman; she can do what she wants. Yeah, and it's enough for like a nice little side job. 
But Owen, it sounds to me like you're confusing her being on OnlyFans with nudity, and it sounds like she's not doing that. And if that's the case, can you still? I mean, do you still have interest? Yeah. Yeah. I, look, I get that, but I still feel like she's got guys subscribing for the wrong reason. But wait, 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 wait. What if she was doing this on YouTube? Right. Right. Good it's point. just not something I'm comfortable with. I don't like. Wait, that. You're not comfortable with her posting fitness progress workouts. All videos right. it's, it's not that it's only fan i know what goes on in only things yeah but i told you i was getting into personal training so you said that it was really cool you thought it was great that i'm starting my own business and this is going to help it so i don't really understand and i just feel like you're really judging me right now well and then here's the good news then if he's this judgmental right out of the gate it's yeah. probably only going to be worse as time goes on so yeah. i think my unprofessional guidance would be let's not force this yeah yeah, it's better to find out now. It seems like there are signs indicating not the right fit. I'm I'm not judging. I'm just saying I personally am not comfortable. Right. So I wish saying, you the best of luck, you know? And we're saying thank you for coming on and appreciate you being honest. Oh, yeah, and good luck to you. Absolutely. All right. Well, Sarah, I mean, knowledge is – powerful in this situation it's good that you found out sooner than later and good luck with your fitness routine thanks i mean you know at least i have an answer <laughs> there you go and happy new year so i i thought too it was more provocative than just posting cooking shows i thought so too because i knew somebody who was on it and he did many things that were what was he doing how do you know him <laughs> He's a friend. Wait, yeah. Where'd that come from? How do you know this guy? He's a friend. He's not on it anymore. But it's well, how does Michael feel him. about your friend on OnlyFans? And yeah. what He's have you seen him too. do? No, I've never seen it. I swear to God, I've never seen it. Well, you he just said just he does all kinds of things because he told us what he did. People would pay to see. I don't need anything. Crazy, crazy stuff. So we have that second date update, and it didn't work out. And I guess the beauty is, I would look at that second date update as a success. Owen couldn't get over the fact that she had a fans only only fans page, but she wasn't taking her clothes off. I guess she was just doing fitness workout progressions. But people were paying to subscribe to watch her do that. Right, but and she's just showing workouts. Issue. I mean, right? If you're a trainer and you have yeah subscribers, that's how you're making your money. I He's guess definitely biased because it was only fans. Yes. Anyway, they did determined that they weren't the right fit for each other. And that's a good sign. Now, the date, the first date they went on was dinner and out to a movie. And we were just saying that it's hard for me to go out to a movie on a first date because you really can't talk at all. No. Amy, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Super good. So you're calling about your boyfriend's mother? Yes. So I've been dating my boyfriend for almost three years, and I – been going really well his family really likes me and i really like them but i recently found out that my boyfriend's mom still talks to my boyfriend's ex okay should i like be concerned i i understand both sides of this it's kind of bothersome when you're the current and you want the mother to be focused on you but then mm -hmm. again relationships form over time and in history and maybe she really likes that individual and wants to continue to be kind to them, you know? Oh, this would be painful for me. I wouldn't be able to deal. Well, what Have you told your boyfriend it bothers you? 
Yeah, and it, it seems to, like, be a little weird to him as well. And so, like, we don't know if we should, like, confront his mom. Because, like, I yes. guess I understand, like you're saying, like, she's formed a relationship with him. But, like, as, like, her son, like, he feels a little weird about well, it. Why, well. why isn't she cutting ties? Why isn't she? Uh, like, apparently, like, she, like, went to her, like, after they broke up. And they've just been talking ever since. And just, like, they talk regularly because, oh. like, they really enjoy each other's company. And, like, I guess, like, that's a friend. But it's just a little weird considering, like, he's uncomfortable by it. Well, here's, look, you're uncomfortable. He's uncomfortable. I think that he should go talk to his mother and have the conversation mm -hmm. that, look, this isn't probably the most appropriate thing to do. And we're both a little uncomfortable. And she's probably going to say, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm, mm hmm. Do you think that it's anything against me? Do you think that like I should be concerned that like she's not like reaching out to me more that I, should, I don't like, want a better be relationship with cynical, her? But it would float through my head that, you know, maybe she doesn't like me as much as she likes the other ex. And that would bother me. And that's a bummer that you're Wait, it would, how it would be in my head. Dating? How long have you been dating? Three years. Almost oh. three years. Oh, yeah. no. I think yeah, the no, first step here, bad. let's not create a narrative that she doesn't like you. Let's just go with the first step, and that is he should address it with her and see what happens. All right, Amy? Mm-hmm. Yes, right. yes. Okay, good oh luck. Oh, my gosh. I feel her pain. Like, I actually feel it. Well, what that if it turns out that the mother does like the ex much more? It's very obvious that she but does. Then, yeah, after three years. And what do they talk about? You know but, they so talk about So now her. is that grounds for having issues with your boyfriend and breaking up? Totally. Well, no. I know he somebody that he's... feels weird about it too. I know somebody that this happened to. They broke up, and the mom still talked to the ex, and then the, the they got back together because of it. Because mom kept just promoting the yeah. ex. Because mom wow. kept chiming in, and they got back wow. together, and he dumped the other girlfriend. <gasps> All right. Well, no, I'm glad we didn't just... say that while she was on the phone. <laughs> on air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. It is Ryan Seacrest here. Uh, we were going to bring in Dr. Peter Chin Hong once again, professor in the UCSF Health Division of Infectious Diseases. Well, uh, no shortage of work for you, huh? No shortage of work for me, Ryan. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Peter. Good to see you again, doctor. So are you surprised by how contagious this Omicron variant is? Yes, I'm really surprised. In fact, shocked. Uh, we thought that measles was the most transmissible pathogen on the planet. And a person with measles, that person can have measles. They leave the room. Two hours later, you come in and you can get it. So it seems that Omicron is giving measles a run for its money. And wow. this this is, I, I, I mean, if you haven't had it, then you probably know someone that has had it. It seems that obviously getting the vaccinations is helping with people not getting too sick across the board. But where is this going? If we've seen the Delta variant, now Omicron, are you thinking that we're going to continue to see different variants that could be more and more contagious? I think we'll continue to see variants as long as people have been exposed to something, because each time the virus makes a copy of itself, it's kind of like a crummy photocopy machine. The virus makes a copy and it makes us makes doesn't make a perfect copy. And that that thing that it makes can sometimes come back to haunt us as having extra powers like more transmissibility or evading vaccines. But if everybody gets the same the thing at the same time, it's almost like vaccinating the whole world. But right now it doesn't seem to be so universal yet. So they may be like a bunch of places that get it, some places that don't get it. And those places that don't get it, if they don't get vaccinated, 
they can make these uh, crazy mutants. So that's kind of the cycle. But if enough people get it, uh, maybe we'll have a break, at least uh, in this country, for several months. You know, we can live and party like it's 2019. And <laughs> then maybe in the winter time we may see it come back. But it may not come back in everyone and it may be like influenza and that's kind of an optimistic way to think about it unless a new variant comes in that will make us a little bit more nervous have you seen reports of fluorona not yet but uh fluorona is definitely not out of the question you can definitely get two things at the same time um and the flu season hasn't peaked yet it peaks usually january february um, oh. but, um, but yeah, fluorona might be a thing. I mean, you said it first, Ryan, so maybe I'll start using <laughs> it in my interviews. <laughs> well, what, Wait, I have yeah, hashtag fluorona. I'm, yeah, I'm going to use it. I have a question. So are people, do you think that this is spreading because people are taking these at home, uh, tests or maybe the antigen tests and it's, they're getting false negatives and they think that they don't have anything, but really they do have COVID and they're I think spreading faster. Yeah, I mean, I think that's certainly part of the issue. The thing with uh, Omicron is that uh, it spreads so fast and it builds up so fast. Like you can do an, a, a test and the test is probably very good, but it's good not at the beginning of your illness. It's good sort of later on when you have enough virus or viral load. So mm. when people are testing, like you went, you go to an event and you're worried about it and you test like the same time of the next day, it's going to be negative because there isn't enough time to build the virus yet. So a lot of people are just doing that really soon because they feel nervous and that's what's uh, wrong. But yep. then they get false security and they're kind of going around not knowing they have it. But I think by itself, Omicron is so transmissible that that's just adding fuel to the fire, so to speak. All right. What do you think we should be doing differently that we're not doing right now? I mean, the probably the lowest hanging fruit is getting the booster. We have new data showing that I know everybody's known somebody who has Omicron and there's a sense of fatalism here. Like, what's the point? You know, we're mm -hmm. all going to get it. Um, so but the point is, actually, the boosters keep us away from the hospital in, a, you know, in a spectacular fashion. So if you look at the most recent data from the UK, they show that with two doses of the vaccine, you have, which is still decent, 65% protection against going to the hospital. If you got the booster, it raises it close to 90%. And that's pretty amazing still. So, you know, I think what willing here, Ryan, and coming back to your, your sort of question, um, even two shots of the vaccine will keep you away from the hospital, but three shots will be amazing. And even if another variant comes down the road, some new Greek letter, um, I think, you know, given the boost that it will also lengthen the time of protection more than six months for serious disease, we may all be protected against going to the hospital, you know, the next time it comes around. And at some point we'll say, you know, we are not going to, like Dr. Fauci says, we're not going to fixate so much on these rising case counts and just look at the hospitalizations mm -hmm. because nobody necessarily, um, you know, it's like almost like reporting that somebody has a cold. Maybe in the future, it'll be nobody's going to report that, you know, Hugh Jackman got COVID. It's like saying news, Hugh Jackman got a cold yesterday yeah. because that's the way it's turning out. If you get the booster, you're going to be protected from getting really sick.
That's good advice. And uh, yeah, keeping people outside of the hospital, away from the hospital is very important, those numbers. Dr. Peter Chin Hong, great to see you, man. Keep up the workouts. Looking good. Talk soon. <laughs> so good to see you again, Ryan. Bye. All right. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye. Year. He may be the coolest doctor we've had on. I mean, the, the guy's like, him. right? He's totally cool. I feel like he's a doctor, but he also speaks language that I get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's jacked. And he's, he's totally a huge act. All right. Hey, the new Bachelor, Clayton Eckerd, is going to be on with us after 9 o'clock. So and they, on the Bachelor scale, Tanya, you watch all of these. Where does he fall in the scheme of things for you? And what's our vibe for him? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not super stoked, but I'm going to watch it because I'm a little, oh I just, I want to, I'm ready to get back into a new season. And the guy said, I love you to three women at once. And then he'd go back and bail on a couple of them. Allegedly. But not allegedly. It's like in the promo. Right. 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 (laughs) But we don't know what actually is going to happen. No, I know what's going to happen. He's going to be on with us in a few minutes. And you told me he eats the same thing every single day, which can be boring. Although this this is the pot calling the kettle black. I'm just drinking bone broth this week. Yeah, you you do crazier things. No, I, I, it's all self-torture. I was just sitting here thinking to myself, I am starving. And it's what, Tuesday? Starving. You do and I got extremes. two more days of bone broth. Wow. All right. Tony, what do you have in the trending report? All right. Would you guys date someone if you knew they were trying to get their ex back? That's what I want you to think about. Hmm. Okay. Um, I've okay, thought about easy. it. Would we date someone if you knew they were trying to get their ex back? I'm not sure I follow. What am I missing? Would you date someone if you knew they were trying to get back together with their ex? Like, would you would well, you even why? consider going on a date with them? Yeah, no. N- no. Is this the whole thing? Are why we done? Would, yeah, why would anybody? <laughs> okay, so I'm talking about Kanye West here. So we all know that he's been really public about wanting to get back together with Kim Kardashian. Um, he's said it multiple times. He bought a house across the street from her. Uh, she is dating Pete Davidson. We've all seen that, but I want to talk about it because he was spotted on a date with Uncut Gems actress Julia Fox. So mm-hmm. they were at Carbone in Miami, and according to the reports, the two are not serious, and he's embracing his single life. Da, da, da. But what do you think he's actually trying to do? You don't go to Carbone in Miami because you're trying to be discreet about dating. So he wanted to be seen. So I'm wondering if he thinks by doing this, he's making Kim jealous in some way. But if I were Kim and I saw that, I kind of would go the other way. I'd be like, no, thanks, dude. I can't get into anybody's head on this one. And I don't know. Maybe they wanted good Italian food and they happened to be in Miami. Like, <laughs> Is there really a conspiracy theory here? Yeah. Oh, there's like a huge thing. There's like a whole conspiracy theory where all these celebrities go to certain spots because they want to be seen, but they act like oh. they don't want to be seen. Right. Yeah. Look at you. You're so in the loop on this stuff. You, ever since you started working for E, you know all the the ins and outs of celebrity-ing. I watch too many TikToks about this stuff. But yeah, there are. There are certain spots that everybody thinks are low pro, but really these celebrities want to get photographed. I mean, look, for me, it all makes me crazy, right? If it were me in this situation, I saw somebody out with somebody else, it'd make me nuts. So is that what you want to hear? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so but if you were Julia Fox, the girl on the date with Ye... What's, you know, you know that he wants to get back together with his ex. It's a fun so night. It's free dinner or whatever. Yeah, like they I went up to Carbone. Have you seen the portion sizes? They're great. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's bring in The Bachelor, Clayton Eckerd. The Bachelor, Mondays, 8 o'clock on ABC. In last night's episode, before he even met the contestants at the first cocktail party, one of the women came to his room and said she's thinking about going home because she was supposed to be getting married to her ex that weekend. I mean, it starts off like that. I know. So juicy. So Clayton is joining us now. Hello, sir. Good to see you. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? Good to see you again. Good to see. I mean, I see nothing but you. So, Clayton, I want to start with something we learned this week. Tanya yeah. told me yesterday that you eat the same thing for breakfast and dinner Monday through Friday. Uh, yes. So I actually eat the same thing for lunch and dinner, the same Chipotle bowls that I make, uh, or I failed attempt to add them. And then breakfast, I have the same thing every day as well, five days a week. I just, and is, that, is that diet? Is that fitness regimen or, or is it convenience or what is it? Yeah, during the week for me, food is fuel. It's convenient to just meal prep everything on a Sunday and then just eat it throughout the week. And then on the weekends, I like to let loose. But it's it's kind of yeah, it's it's more just for fitness. And and I it's it, to me, it's it's all clean energy. So I, that's what I do. Tanya, what's your issue with meal prepping? You see, every no. time I mention my meal prepping, or he mentions Clayton mentions his, you roll your eyes at us. No, 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 I'm not rolling my eyes. I'm like. My eyes are no, opening because I love agreeing. it. Yeah. Oh, that was agreeing? That looked like yeah. darting eyes. I, I, I know. I, that's like a turn on. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can eat the same thing, too. You can. Okay. Because I would go in when I used to go into work. They're like, oh, here comes Clayton. his trough again. Like he's bringing in <laughs> meal. <laughs> Literally hurt. Um, I got to tell you, it seems like they like revealed everything at the beginning of this season. What's What's left to imagine? Uh, yeah, so I've, again, I've heard it all as well, and I hate to say it because it doesn't, again, for, for the viewers, it'll be great, but uh, that promo, it, although people think it's, they, that it showed so much, it showed yeah. so little. Uh, right. That was, oh gosh, there's so much beyond that, and I think that's why, I don't know the full reasons why things are shown the way they are, but like that was such a sliver of like what else had happened that it doesn't give away anything at all. So he's referring to uh, what we were just talking about, and we also mentioned what happened in last night's episode, but falling in love with three different women and then realizing that you got to go back and tell, I guess, a couple of them that that you feel a little differently. I mean, I'm not good at saying the right thing ever anyway with anybody that I'm dating. The fact that you're doing this and they're doing it with the camera, like, don't you get sick to your stomach and nervous? Well, to have to go through something like that, I knew was going to be challenging. So I had thought it through. But what I realized is if I don't tell them today, if I'm not honest with what all has happened, uh, then, you know, when they watch this back as the season airs, they're going to see it then. So either I have the conversation, either either I have it then or I have it later. And so for me, I just felt like, you know, you need to address this now. You don't want to like go down the road and potentially have to then answer it then when like, it just for me, I address everything as as it, as it show pops up. I'm like, do not let things build up. Just be honest and open, and, and that is how I've always approached relationships. Uh, sometimes the conversations aren't fun to have, but I think they're necessary to have a long lasting connection. You have to be able to have those discussions. Tanya, you are obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. What are we not asking him? She's obsessed with Grey's Anatomy and The Bachelor. So what is it that we are not asking him? We need to ask him. Uh, you know, I just want to know, are you happy right now? Uh, everyone has asked the question in 500 different ways to see 
they can dig a little deeper. I've, I've been conditioned. I will say this though. Uh, I am happy. Yes, I am happy because ultimately I learned so much in such a short period of time that I'm now a better individual than I was when I walked in. Um, even the good or the bad, you can still pull from all of it and learn something. And so for me to feel like I had five months of growth packed into two months makes me feel that ultimately I can look back at it and say like, this is an experience worth having. You are now a better individual because of it. And are you sitting there thinking, Ryan, are you happy? I mean, are you wondering that about me? Do you want to ask me? Yeah, I want to know how you all are doing. New year. Are we happy? Like, is this, did you guys? No, we're miserable. Are... This Omicron variant is taking over the world. It's changing yeah. things. We cannot get out of this deja vu land. So no, I, we're unhappy. Yeah. Well, but hopefully you recovered though from the new years. None of you guys look like you're still suffering from uh, residual effects of alcohol. So that's good. We're good by now. How was Jesse Palmer yeah. work with? He's the new host now, huh? Uh, yeah. Jesse, listen, what's so great about him and, and it helped me out a lot was we have such a similar background. And uh, I've also seen everything online as well. We do look like brothers. I also agree with that. Um, but we have so much in common and, and that allowed me to be able to trust him early. Uh, so with that, I was asking for advice as much as possible. And he became that person that I could, could fight in since I didn't have my family and friends around. Well, Clayton Eckert is with us now. He says he is happy. You can check out all of the drama. They're saying it's the most dramatic season ever on uh, say ABC. That every season. The Bats are 8 p.m. on Mondays. <laughs> hey, bro. Well, good luck. Thanks for coming on, man. Good to see you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a good all one. Right. Bye. 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 I'm nervous about this season. I don't know that. I don't think he's engaged. I didn't get that vibe either from that answer. And he looks a left he, a he, Why does he look like a bunch of other bachelors to me? Because he does. Oh. <laughs> You're right on the money. But, you know, I think his decision-making skills might not be so great because last night that he gave the rose to the chick who said she couldn't be there. But they're probably making was... you think that, like he said. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm nervous. I mean, it's well, just I'm, a show. Um, he's happy. I mean, the guy's happy. <laughs> and it just, is... Don't lose sleep on. over it, Tanya. <laughs> so what did I binge over the holidays? I got to nothing, actually, that I meant to get to. Got to nothing well, that I meant to get to. Well, your are different because you're prepping for New Year's, and that takes up a lot of your time. Like, you really don't get a, like, traditional I break. I meant to watch things we talked about here, a lot of stuff. Right. I didn't get, hey. I didn't even get to the <laughs> Lucille Ball movie I wanted to get to. Oh, that was Kidman. good. Oh, That's a good one. You didn't All right, like so, it, Patty? Really? I couldn't finish, I couldn't finish it. Oh, really? Oh, no. It was good. Wow. Maybe because of the kids, you know. Maybe. Yeah, it's not good to keep pausing it. You have to I like, heard, yeah. I, I heard it's really, I heard it's really good. All right, mm -hmm. so Sissini, go ahead. Okay, so I mean, I'll be honest. It was really, really nice to return to the city of love with Emily in Paris, and I, I tried to wait. pace myself because they're short episodes. <laughs> Neither can she. Just watch it. You watch it so fast, and then once it's over, you're like, ah, oh, when's the next season? Is there going to be a season three and all that? So I did some digging, and yes, that left us with a huge twist. So I won't spoil anything. Um, but we we don't know for certain if it has been renewed for a third season. But all we do know is that the creator, Darren Starr, hinted that he's looking forward to a third season. So I can't imagine them leaving it it's like a cliffhanger. It's massive. Like it goes forever. It's going to go five, right. ten. No date on that yet. But then Cobra Kai was another one that we binged fairly quickly. Now, do so I need good. to finish any of the first ones to start this new one? Yes. Yes. Oh, all right. Yes.
And they're so good. It's like such, it's, it's really funny because it's like a really cheesiness. There's totally. a cheesiness to it. Right. But, but they totally cuss in the, in the show, like how we do in real life. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. just normal stuff that you would say in reactions. And like, it's just, it's really funny. Um, so that season four just premiered right at the beginning of the new year, basically. What we do know is that they've already finished filming season five. So that is good news. So that but makes us think that we're not going to have to wait until the end. No, no. But I'm just saying we're not going to have to wait until no, but the next You're talking new about year. the Karate Kid, which is like 40 years ago. And then this series comes back and it's a smash. On paper, you would have thought no way possible, right? Mm-hmm. And they're it's bringing so back like all the old characters from the the movie. It's This this season was so just like I need another to sit cliffhanger. Through, I didn't think I finished one, but I meant to. You need to go through one, two, three, four, yeah. and well, then catch up. It's a busy year. Um, and then also coming back in a few weeks on January 21st, Ozark is coming back, and Bridgerton is coming back on March 25th. So line them up, baby. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tomorrow, Justin Bieber tickets every hour. The Morning Hack, there will be fewer arguments around the dinner table if you serve this food. Find out what it is at 6.55. Another Whoa Baby Wednesday at 7.20. Have you heard what's happening with the Whoa Baby (laughs) Wednesdays? And we're paying your bills starting at 6.10. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.